Ravenland is a ravaged and fragmented kingdom. During 10 human generations, travelers were devoured by the blood mist, a red and ravenous haze that rose from the ground at night. Very few dared venture outside after nightfall, and fewer still know for certain what lies beyond the horizon. Yet, not all is lost. For now, the blood mist has lifted, and there are those who dare defy the demon king Zygafer and his daughter. Adventurers, treasure hunters, scoundrels. Not heroes, far from it, but men and women who dare travel the land as they choose and make their own mark upon it, unbound by any fate or story set for them. They hunt for ancient treasures, they fight whomsoever gets in their way, they build a new world for themselves on the ruins of the old. of the Shed Actual Play Podcast presents The Forbidden Lands, Raven's Purge. Hey everybody, welcome to The Shed. We are back again playing Forbidden Lands. I'm Dave, I will be the Game Master tonight, and here in the shed we have... Hey, it's Paul here, um, coming from the shed outside. It is a lovely clear night, and there's a double corona around the moon. Hello, this is Toby again, back to play this new game that I have no idea what I'm doing. Also, no different than usual. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Dave. (laughs) Hello, it's Hayden here again. For some reason, they keep inviting me back. I can't really imagine why, but now you get to hear my beautiful voice again. And I'm Luke, uh, first time here in the shed. Very honoured to be invited into this uh, esteemed enclave of role players. <laughs> you know you've made it when you're in the shed. <laughs> <laughs> why, why am I here then? No one's asked you to leave, I guess. That's true. All right, so where we are picking up, you have each of you at some point in some way been convinced to join an expedition. The expedition is funded and led, in a sense, by a man whose name is Tuck Winston Burstholler, known as Tuck to his friends. Since the blood mist has lifted, Tuck has been researching feverishly, collecting maps and books and old history and lore with the aim of essentially being one of the few people who knows where things are in Ravenland. So he's putting together an expedition to essentially try and find locations of historical value, valuable items of legend, and lost money. So he's, he's put together quite an expedition. So he's, he's got people to haul things, basically the uh, logistical side of it. But he's approached each of you uh, as types that he's identified in some way or other as adventurers. And he has brought you together as he calls it, to be the tip of the spear in this expedition. So you are the ones who are actually going to go into these dangerous places, try and locate things of interest and things of value. 
you haven't actually commenced with the expedition yet. You, each of you have been contacted. You may have spoken to Tuck directly. You may have spoken to one of his agents or couriers. And you have all been asked to meet him at a village called The Hollows. And where we pick up is you together on the road, nearly at The Hollows, or where you believe The Hollows to be. It is mid-afternoon. And it is spring and the weather is fine. Everyone would like to introduce their characters now and just tell us a little bit about them. Well, my character's name is Rodskeg and he is a peddler. He uh, is human. He, um, when I, I'll play him, I'll be sort of uh, hoping to channel a bit of Canterbury Tales, the miller. He's very similar. He's got um, a big red beard and a wart on his nose. He's uh, rather uncouth. And uh, I'm going to look forward to um, making a few fart noises along the way. <laughs> uh, I will be playing Hagar Gravefoot, a young dwarven warrior. And by young, I mean about 40. He's out to make a name for himself amongst the clans. I'm here following Rod Skegger's, I'm basically his bodyguard. I will be playing Ivan, Ivan the Adder of Alderland. Also known as... Thieving Ivan. Also known as Thieving Ivan. I am, um, again, quite young. I seem to keep playing teenagers when I was 16. Uh, a greasy, pockmarked, wiry child. <laughs> Man-child. So if I can clarify, the nickname of the Adder, that's a reference to a, a poisonous snake. That's correct. It. And it? I am a poisoner. Okay. It's not a reference to the fact that you're the accountant for Railskegger. <laughs> Well, he probably wouldn't want me as an accountant. My dark secret is my purse is often empty for I spend silver as swiftly as I obtain it. All right, well, I'm playing an old human sorcerer named Varen Longbeard. Varen has a hook nose, beady eyes, and a long black beard. He's tall, gaunt, gnarled like an old tree. Uh, He's got burnt and scorched long rust-coloured robes. Uh, and he seems very interested in uh, acquiring magical knowledge and items. Oh, I do believe you're going to lead me to riches there. So how is it that a peddler ends up in this group that's essentially an adventuring party? I wish to make my fortune in the world. Now, I could be selling meat or vegetables or drink, but... uh, Antiques and artefacts. Now, there's things, no matter how old they are, they never go out of value. Their value increases. And so that's why I am on this uh, journey. Um, they need someone who's got a, a who's very personable and someone who's not afraid to uh, ask the questions, someone who's not backward. But secretly, he's got another reason why he's on the road, and that is his dark secret, which is... He left to avoid his wife and children, and they're probably glad for it. What about the rest of you? What's what's brought you into this expedition? Just changing my relationship with Rod Skegger to say that I consider him an avarice bore. <laughs> <laughs> Been called worse. Water off a duck's back. Varen's very interested in what happened with the blood mist. Uh, now that it's suddenly lifted, he seems very interested in finding out what its source was. Uh, he's a little bit closed about his his actual reason for this, but he's going to tag along with whatever group of people will get him closer to, as I say, magical knowledge, magical items, and, and in particular, 
information about the blood mist, what it was and where it went. I know why you liked me. It was when we were in the tavern and there was that fight and I put my head through the toilet seat and smashed it and you thought, what a guy, got to have him. Rod Skegger is quite a, a big burly man. See, you know someone who can use their head. So how is it that Hagar came to be the bodyguard for this insufferable boar? Because the man is an imbecile. I don't know how he survives out on the road. So this is really, it's an act of charity yeah. on Hager's yeah. part. It's- and, and also I have to get money back off Ivan. So if I tag along with him, I can get my money back off Ivan and I might be able to get some money out of Rod Skegger to protect him and some adventure. And Ivan, what's what's drawn you to to be involved in this expedition? Well, I've come across the uh, the mountains. I'm new new in town. Tuck approached me uh, uh, to become a member of the 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 spear. Uh, as we know, there is a there is a um, saying where I come from: a spear has no branches. This means that um, uh, a weapon can have no friends. As I'm new to this town, I don't have any attachments or anything. This is why. I, I have been brought on. And I'm not letting you out of my sight because you owe me money. And I owe him money. And him money. <laughs> and him. And we'll get it. So do you think you consider yourself to be the um, the thin edge of the wedge of this spear? Of course. I'm the pointy end. Good. <laughs> Good. Because I'm the blunt end of the wedge. We've got the mage sitting there. Talking. He's got plans. He's got some schemes. He's going to make us rich. We stay by him. He might look knocked up, I think. Look at his robes. Burnt. He's lived it. Look, he's he lived to be like old like a gnarled tree. Do you think he is really a mage? Oh, you can see tell. no evidence of Look it. at his eyes. Oh, I'll show you, you fools. <laughs> well, this is an interesting question. Um, do you display your magic powers with any sort of... Uh, Regularity or, or ostentation, or is it something you're pretty quiet about in general? Not ostentatiously, just practically to get a job done, but not secretively. No, know. not secretively. Well, as I said, you're on the road to the hollows, and uh, Tuck has asked you to meet him there. You are coming by foot, he is to meet you. He's coming in the, uh, the hollows, sit on a river, and he will be coming in with other people for the expedition and supplies by boat. He has made arrangements for you to stay at the Dead Man's Hand Inn, but he is due to meet you at the Three Skull Tavern Brewery and Mill. Well, I like the sound of this. My family, before the, uh, the, well, before the blood mists lifted, we were in the milling business. I don't remember asking you. Ah, see, I anticipate your every need. What are you sighing about, dwarf? You're just a moron. Just shut up. (laughs) (laughs) In my book, the only thing that's worse than uh, not being talked about is being talked about or something to that effect. I've heard some minstrel say something. I agree with the dwarf. Shut up. Ah, Don't know the meaning of the word. Try again. Will you three stop? Bickering like old maids. They're bickering. I'm not bickering. I'm having fun. This bickering won't get us any closer to the dead man's hand. Yes, it will. It helps pass the time. It makes the time pass far slower. Well, not for me. So you either, uh, what is it, lick them or join them? I don't think that's a phrase. Ah. 
You know, I'm pretty sure if we strapped him up and gagged him, I could carry him on my back. I have confidence in you. He can walk under his own power. We only need gag him. Deeply engaged in your bickering and <laughs> entertainment, uh, you you barely notice that uh, you are coming up on the hollows. You have been following what is essentially an animal trail for some time, but you, you realise uh, as you're walking that it starts to become a more well-trodden and tended trail. Up ahead you see a line of red stones marking the side of the path and you see ahead of you the village. A bunch of well-to-do houses are standing close together, slightly obscured by billowing chimney smoke. You hear the sounds of children playing and catch the smell of fresh bread. As you get closer, you can see a low stone wall encircling the small settlement that is guarded by a few simple stone towers. You see a wooden sign planted next to the road with the written words, Welcome to the Hollows. Drink from our tankards, eat from our bowls, but honour the dead walking by our sides. Well, isn't that a nice welcome? Can I make a law roll to see if I might understand? Yes, certainly can. So we've got your attributes and your skill. So five wits, three for skill, and that's it. Two successes. All right. No bane. So you do know something about the hollows. The, The hollows as a village was originally built on the ruins of a burial ground. It was built southeast of a hillock covered by sharp rocks which are visible up uh, in the, the hills above uh, the village. The village itself is spread all the way down to the river and is surrounded by a low stone wall. It is said by some that because the hollows was built uh, on a grave site that the dead still wander here. Why do you reckon it's um, called the hollows? And what are those rocks there? And one of these ones along the ground here, there's one, two, I make out there's um, there's over two score of them lining the other side. There's, well, what is this red rock? Do you know, dwarf? If you nice ever rock. let me get a word in, <laughs> I might be able to explain it to you. The hollows has been built on the site of a mass grave. What would you do that for? I didn't do it. Why? <laughs> the, people, the people who built the village did it. Why? And, and it's said that the dead do not rest well here. It doesn't sound like a very good place to put a settlement. Wouldn't it be screaming children and women, you know, nagging? How can you rest? All that going on up above you. Maybe they can give you information or something. They might be quite friendly. Oh, believe me. What no. do you mean, believe you? Have you encountered many ghosts? No, I'm talking about information of uh, children and being nagged and all those sorts of things. <laughs> That's something you tried to tell us? No. You have trouble with children? Better seen and not heard. Come, Hagar, lead the way. <laughs> I'm just going to move into the, into the village. Are you excited about being in the, the village? Not really. He's very taciturn, isn't he? I'm a dwarf. What do you expect? I suspect we haven't seen the best of Hagar yet. So when do these ghosts turn up? Well... I would avoid the streets oh, at night. Wait, if I wait, was wait! Ghosts. Well, isn't that what we're, we're talking about? <sighs> well, what? What do you mean? <sighs> well, that's kind of important, isn't it? That there's ghosts wandering around. I said nothing of ghosts. I said there are rumours that the restless dead still wander the streets. Or zombies. Ghouls, zombies, skeletons. Well, that sounds Who like knows? a terrible place to put a, 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 a town. I mean, I could imagine the ghosts. You could, you might want to stay near your um, your ancestors and have a word with them of an evening over a, over a drink. Burn the dead, I say. 
What's the best way to respect the dead, like it says on the sign? Maybe we should find out inside. Yeah, I think we we should um, wait to see if we can gather what the local customs are from the villagers themselves and make our way with haste to the dead man's hand. There's a theme happening here, isn't there? <laughs> really? Dead man's <laughs> hand, the hollows, the village where the dead walk. You really are the blunt end of the spear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You are coming in along the road from the east. There are gates at the entrance, but they currently stand open. Tell you what, I like the that house over there with the big under the big tree. Perhaps when we're paid, you could buy it. So, is is that a house or a graveyard? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps when we fail, they can bury you there. So the the large sort of three buildings in a the horseshoe type shape in the middle of town. That building is the Dead Man's Hand Inn and the brewery is there along the riverbank in the south of town where the, there's two boats. Do you think, this is um, a question, before we get into town, do you want to drink out of the river or should we go for that well? Is, which way is the river flowing? Is it flowing towards the town or towards us? Towards us. Yeah, no, don't drink that water. <laughs> The dwarf has some sense. I, I wouldn't recommend drinking that water. Well. I'm just going to walk into town. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you walk in and you pass through the gates. The gates are massive and iron-bound, made of heavy wood. The gate you observe as you move through also has a shutter placed in it, and next to the gate on the outside there is a worn copper bell attached to the wall. Just north of where the gate is, you also see a watchtower, old and worn stone, almost as tall as two men. The tower doesn't seem to have any interior space and consists of stone blocks piled on top of each other. On the parts not covered by rose bushes and moss, you can make out the remains of beautiful reliefs cut into the stone blocks. There doesn't seem to be anyone in the tower at present. It doesn't look like there's anyone on duty at the, pro- at the moment. Can we see anyone inside the town milling about? Um, yeah, the, you can see some movement within the town, yes. They seem very trusting now this way. One thing to remember is everyone's really just getting used to what life is like without the blood mist. So there will have been travellers coming here, and exactly how people will react to travellers you don't know, but the customs in, in towns differ wildly, and the expectations that different people have but vary from place to place as you go. I imagine that uh, they had spies and they saw me and they paved the way. Yes, yes, absolutely. Do you think we should ring the bell and announce ourselves? Good idea. I'll ring the bell then. Do you need a um? I don't uh, need a, a step leg up. How are you going to ring the bell? It's going to be important. I ding it once. So when you, you ding the bell um, and you wait for a few moments and eventually... Uh, around the side of the gate, seemingly coming from that tower, uh, there is a man dressed in peasant's clothes with a, an ill-fitting breastplate strapped on and holding a, a club. But he's kind of just got it dangling at his side and he's got a pipe hanging from his mouth. Uh, and he sort of comes around and he looks at you and he says, hmm, strangers, eh? A friend you haven't met before. Travellers. Hmm. All right. Well, don't make any trouble. Do we look like we'd be trouble? Oh, I don't know. I'd look, I don't, just, whatever. And he just goes and he walks around back up uh, to the, the tower. 
And you can see on the inside of the the, the wall, there is a, a ladder up against the tower giving access to the top. And he just walks back to it, but he doesn't go up the ladder. He just goes back and he leans back up against the, uh, the inside of this tower and just starts smoking his pipe. Very relaxed here, aren't they? This is my kind of man. Well, let's go get some of this well water. Maybe. Excuse me. I, I, my, my friend, he was telling me um, that the dead sometimes walk the streets at night. Is this true? Oh, well, why don't you uh, walk the streets at night and find out? Oh, I mean, I could just ask you. Surely you could give me... Well, look, I'm not a tour guide. I'm a militia member. <laughs> As you can see, I'm quite busy. Yes, yes, very well. Thank wouldn't, you. Wouldn't Thank you, you be better off up the tower so you can observe? I'm, well, now, we're just being rude now. Listen, don't tell me how to do my job. You're here as a guest and you're just coming in here telling people what they should do with their time. Honestly, you got no manners? No. Yeah, well, that, that fits. <laughs> yeah, well, what's that you're smoking and can we get some? I mean, you can try asking at the uh, Three Skulls Tavern. That's where I get it from. But uh, just uh, don't, don't spread that around. Oh, no, no, no. And he sort of, you see him kind of just look around a little bit as if he said something he shouldn't have. How many taverns are there in this town? One. Uh, there's a tavern and there's an inn. Ah, uh, excuse my ignorance. Well, one would think one such as you would, would know more about that. I've never been here before. No, but do your people have a rich history in the, the brewing arts? Well, you must forgive him. He's a, a young dwarf with the personality of granite. Well, maybe I was making an unfair assumption based on your... But uh, well, don't tell him I said that. I can hear you. No, not you, Yorwam, the brewmaster. Brewmaster, I like the sound of that. Uh, when he mentions Yorwam, the brewmaster, that's a name that um, that Tuck gave you. He, he's the person who's in charge of the brewery and also um, owns, as you understand it, owns this pier on the river with these boats that's basically privately constructed and owned. Uh, so he's working with Yorwam to bring his, his boats in here. And we were expecting him to arrive tomorrow. Is that right? Yes, that's yeah. right. And we have reservations at Dead Man's Hand. Yes, so Tuck's, Tuck's uh, acquired rooms for you at the Dead Man's Hand while you wait. So if all else fails, I can camp outside the city. Do you say that out loud? Yeah. The, uh, the guard smoking the pipe looks at you when you say that and he sort of chuckles to himself a little bit. Why? What, what are you laughing about? Oh, nothing, nothing. Don't worry. Well, the- from what I hear, it sounds pretty dangerous inside the town. It sounds like um, being outside might be the place to be. Oh, well, you're, you're welcome to try it. I'm not going to stop you. Why are you so unhelpful? Well, I'm not here to help you. I'm here to stop miscreants and such. Are, are you miscreants? No, but... He is. I mean, the, the more I interact with you, the more I think you might be miscreants. Oh, I'm not going to walk off and go to yeah, this Yeah, honestly, pub, sir, you've whatever. been no help at all. No, they're not miscreants. They're just bores. <laughs> Once again, I'm not a tour guide. Oh. I mean, I don't even want to be here. I drew, <laughs> drew the short straw last week, and here I am, and I'm dealing with you. Honestly. <laughs> Wandering and off. And he puffs on his pipe quite vigorously. I know how he feels. <laughs> you want to go to the tavern? I've just walked off. Yeah. I'll walk off with you. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming as well. You know when you said you know how he feels, is you did some magic there, some sort of get-in-his-body experience. No, he didn't. It's just a turn of phrase. He's saying that he knows how he feels drawing the shortest straw. I'm not so and sure. And dealing with Look idiots like you and the dwarf. Can you read the like the thoughts sort of popping like bubbles from the top of his head? He's just his an emotions. old man. Leave him alone. I'm not so sure. Like 
Zergifer, most powerful sorcerer. You know, they, they know things. They do things. And to read your thoughts, one would have to assume you have a brain. Now, quick, come. <laughs> well, I, I, you don't need to read mine because I tell you them all the time. We know. <laughs> yes, yes. Come, let's check this tavern. We'll head to the Three Skulls. You're heading to the Three Skulls. Very well. Oh, was it Three Skulls? I thought we wanted to go somewhere else. Well, the tavern is the Three Skulls. The inn is the dead man's hand. Oh. Do you want to go to the inn or the tavern? Or the well. We don't want to go to the what? <laughs> What's the your well. fixation with the well? Because that's where everyone goes during the day. You get to meet everybody. We were talking about getting a drink. Yes, and that. Well, we can. We will take you to the well on the way through. Good. We make a detour to the well. <laughs> we'll pray to all the gods that you... Don't fall in. The stone well stands in the centre of the square. There's a rope and pulley mounted on a beautifully carved lintel. The well is surrounded by a low stone bench, worn deep by many tired villagers who have availed themselves of it. A large bucket stands on the bench. I'm going to get some water, lower the bucket, and bring it up. I rummage around in my super big backpack and um, pull out a ladle and uh, dip it. And I offer it to each of you. Drink. And then uh, have a drink and wash my face. And Do you want to wash? Look presentable? Get the ro- dust of the road off your face? That sounds good. Comb your hair? Yes, yes. All right. F- fair enough. Yes, let's all uh, we'll drink and get ourselves cleaned up in, in um, preparation for seeing Tuck tomorrow. I just have a drink. Come on, Hagar. I have a drink. Wipe yourself down a bit. The dirt from the road is crusting your craggly face. Nothing wrong with the dirt. Comes from the uh, the ground. I'm fine with that. Fine. Mm, this is a lovely carved well. There'd be something to talk about on the road, won't it? The well. Yeah. Look at this carving. So this lintel. I think we've pretty much covered the, the well. well. I'd love for you to exhaust <laughs> your thoughts about on the road. I can't wait. Look at the symmetry. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to take a moment to express my gratitude to whoever made it that it would have served the community so well for so long. So well. Yes, very well. Excellent. I'm going into the tavern. Yeah, I'm going. As you had this discussion around the well, you notice that there's a few villages moving around in the squares as a sort of the centre of town. And they give you a pretty wide berth and you get a few sideways looks, glances couple of, you know, a child walks past with its mother and the, the child points and, and goes to say something and the mother shushes the child and hurries it along away from you. Oh, no, come over here. I've got, I'm a peddler from the nearby town. I bring news, but also goods. Come on. Come on. Come on. They probably think you're peculiar for standing around discussing the well for so long. Look, it's a dwarf. Uh, <laughs> have you seen a dwarf before? I walk off. Does that... Um, Make you feel safer with him gone. Everyone sort of just ignores you, although um, you do see um, from watching you from between a couple of the buildings and, and seemingly paying some attention to what you do, there is a, a young man, a piece of a teenage boy with dirty cut-off tights and a muddy tunic. His hair struggles in all directions and his stare is somewhat maniacal. When everyone else has walked off and sort of... Away, he walks out and he he comes up to he comes up to Rod Skegger and he reaches into a pocket of his tunic, pulls out an insect still alive, and he offers it to a, a small winged bug. Oh, um, take it. Thank you, uh, young kind sir. He smiles and bobs his head and he wanders wanders can away. I, can I make an insight roll to see if I can figure out what <laughs> is sort of motivating him? Uh, yes, you can. You can do that. So that's. Empathy, insight, is that? Wits. 
wits inside. All right. Five attribute, five base dice, and two skill. So one success, but two banes. So they don't do anything unless you have to push the roll. And in fact, one of them is a skill, so it doesn't yeah, count anyway. Doesn't, yes. So one success. You don't know that it means anything in particular. Uh, you think perhaps this young man looks unusual. Perhaps he's not. I mean, it looks like he's perhaps lives on the streets, perhaps doesn't have a permanent home, and perhaps is not um, in complete possession of all of his faculties. Boy, boy, come here, boy. He comes over to you and looks at you quizzically. I'll flick him a silver coin. He, he takes it, he puts it in his pocket, uh, and he reaches into another pocket on his tunic, and he pulls out a handful of mossy muck and offers it to you. I thank you. I'll take it somewhat daintily. <laughs> He nods and smiles and goes to walk away. See? Friendly. Yes, yes. Nice you've made um, friends with a local half-wit. Perhaps now we should uh, head inside. Here's a bug. It could be your friend too. <laughs> Thank you, Rorskega. Continue to the tavern? Yes. Straighten yourself up. Tuck yourself in to look presentable. I'm for probably our... already there because I walked off ages ago. <laughs> so is, is that you going to the, the, ta- the Three Skulls Tavern or to the inn? Oh, I think I'm going to the inn. Tavern, I thought. I'll go with it, wherever Hagar's going. I was just going <laughs> in to have a lie down. Well, and... What are we next to? We're, we're at the thing in the centre, aren't we? Yes. The... So you're, you're, just by the, you're just by the inn, well, we which is to... the place where you can stay and you sleep. Stay, the tavern is can... just a drinking establishment. Yeah, perhaps we should be going to the tavern. There's no point going to the inn, is there? Well, I can't. Oh, I've got no money, so there's no point me going to a tavern. Well, you oh, can come and... We can get a jug. I'll get you some drink. Come on. Your good friend. Ross. It's weak human come alcohol. on. There might be uh, some food in there. Uh, you, you, you paying? Oh, I might toss you a bone. <laughs> can we? Sigh. Can we see any uh, anything that looks like a trade goods store within that square? We should take this opportunity to prepare for the road ahead tomorrow. I'm prepared. Tap my oversized knapsack. I've tapped my knapsack. I've got food and water. So Ross Gagger, why are you carrying all this stuff around? Because I'm a peddler. I, I understand that, but who are you hoping to peddle to? Everyone who will buy things. You buy things at a price, you, and then you take it to somewhere else and you sell it I, for I more. I understand what peddling is, but aren't we heading into a um, into the dangerous wilderness? Are who we? are you hoping to find? Well, I thought thought that's why we were hired. Well, we're going to find things, and someone's got to carry them oh, all out, fun. and that's me. Okay, good, good. So, Roadskegger, I was wondering if you could help me acquire some things while we're in the town. Yeah, sure. Torches, a chalice, and a bottle of wine. All right, well, how much money do you have? Two silver. Well, I can, I'll see what I can do. I'll try and get all that with that two silver. I would expect change. I would too. <laughs> well, let's see how well it might be a rare commodity. We don't know. Though I think there's a, a mill and a tavern. I think it's quite... How about I come with you, let you do the bargaining, and I hand over the coin? Sure. So when you look around, there isn't anywhere that would seem to be just a general provisioner. Uh, there is evidently a smithy. There is what appears to be some sort of uh, gamekeeper's uh, accommodation uh, and uh, also a house by the village that... Uh, appears to belong to a fisherman due to the presence of fishing nets and a small boat, a small skiff 
there is also a a small area uh, that has uh, some an enclosure that seems to be where animals are kept. Um, there doesn't seem to be anything that is a just a general store. There may be some things available from the inn, of course, or from the tavern, like a bottle of wine. I'm onto this. So um, chalice. Does it have to be wooden or metal? Metal would be more common, I would imagine. Mug? Now, a chalice. have to be quite specific about this, I'm afraid. Right. Does it need uh, gemstones rimming it? No. No. Torches? Don't forget torches. How many? I would say a good dozen. A dozen? Yes, a good dozen. Not a bad dozen. (laughs) See if we can get a baker's dozen. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get a drink first. So if you're just looking for torches, Tuck will be able to provide those when he arrives in terms of expedition-type equipment. He will have some of that available to assist you. Better armour or No. You've got to provide that yourselves. Bummer. logistical-type stuff he can help with. What do you want with a cup? Well, you drink from them. Won't they supply them at the inn? The ways of the wizards are mysterious. Be careful, you'll run anger him. Yes. Let's hope I do not need... The chalice. Oh, sounds ominous, didn't it? I like this. I suppose. He let a bit, a little bit of his pent-up knowledge out. I wish you would pent up a bit of yours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm easy. I can wait till tomorrow when we go to meet Tuck to go to the tavern if you just want to go to the inn and rest up. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing some of these spooks that wander the streets at night. You're a glutton you, you for punishment. Made you made that up? <laughs> I embarrassed myself in front of the, the, the guard. You embarrassed yourself enough without having to use false information. Well, that was a bit uncalled for. Maybe not made it up, but uh, exaggerated somewhat. Well, I'm going to go see if we could see a ghost. Okay, so you head to the tavern. You make your way uh, south and you make your way across the bridge, across the river. The solid stone bridge that crosses the water. The bridge looks like it is hundreds of years old and is covered by moss and algae. Foundation has crumbled and in some places it has been repaired using stone and mortar. Does it have the same sort of like fine detailed carvings as the <laughs> lintel on the well? And the, is it symmetrical? And the, and the um, <laughs> carvings that were in the tower? Uh, it, yes, it looks of the same sort of make and vintage. Yeah, I'm just getting in there before um, <laughs> Rod Skagger asks. All right, after crossing the bridge, uh, you continue to make your way south towards the Three Skull Tavern. On the river's southern shore lies a mill, the wheel of which slowly spins in the current. Connected to the mill is a large windowless building. Smoke billows from a wide chimney winding its way up the hillock, much like the blood mist. On the other side of the street is a two-story building, the upper story made from timber, tarred black. From this building, you can hear music and laughter. Three small casks hang in chains from the roof of the porch. A sign to the right of the door announces, Welcome to the Three Skulls. Dwarves and other beard gobs don't bother. I guess I'm going to the inn then. Look, I'll smooth it over. Just come in. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's not serious. Well, or we could, perhaps I could bring you a drink outside. You can sit (laughs) by the river. Let the dwarf come with us. I'm sure his coin's as good as anyone else's. All right, so you'll make your way into the tavern? Yep. You make your way in and there are a number of villagers in here drinking and there's somebody 
uh, in a corner singing a song. The tune is vaguely familiar, but certainly the words that they're singing to it are not familiar. And there are a number of people at the bar drinking. And as you walk in, a few of them, they stare at Varen and then turn away quickly. Yes. These people know they're superior when they see it. Maybe they're wondering why you have a bug in your pocket. Well, I don't. It's in my hand. <laughs> it's even stranger. Well, um, well, let's uh, breast up to the bar and uh, wink at any barmaid. There is no barmaid. Instead, behind the bar, there is a man, quite a short man. And in fact, looking more at him, uh, he's a short man with a large belly. And he is uh, sharing a joke with somebody at the at the bar. But the more you look at him, you realise, in fact, he's not a short man. He's a clean-shaven dwarf. And as you move up to the bar, he turns to look at you. Dan, do you all move up to the bar? I'm still at the door. I don't think they like beards. <laughs> yeah, I'll go up to the bar. Hey, dear. I'll stroke my beard. <laughs> do, you, do, do you go up to the bar as well? Yeah. So as you do that, the, the dwarf behind the bar glares at you and you see his, his upper lip twitch and then he sort of turns and he focuses uh, at your two companions and he says, oh, new in town, are we? Yes, yes. Yes, yeah, we, we are travellers. How could you tell? Well, I haven't seen you around here before. I would know. Ah, a, a man. Yes. Ah, we thought we'd try and get it past you, uh, but alas. Yes. Well, Look, as funny as that is, I have to say you're both reasonably well-spoken types. Can you read? Yes. Um, sure. So you can both read? Yes. So why the fuck is this man in here with you? <laughs> um, is that on account of his beard? Precisely. Did you not read the sign? I've got a beard too. Oh, my God, I forgot about it. <laughs> is your beard luxurious or is it just... It's like like one of my most distinguishing oh. features. <laughs> well, in this case, he directs all of this to Ivan. Do you have a problem with beards? I do. Do you not read the sign? Um, yes, but it went in one ear and out the other. I thought it had something about dwarves. Dwarves and beard gobs. Beard gobs. I thought that was some sort of offensive name for a dwarf. People with beard on their gobs. Honestly, it's not that hard. Oh, I understand now. And now that you mention it, I happen to share your um, feelings toward bearded folk. Where would you like us to keep our beards then, if not on our gobs? Somewhere else, not in my establishment. Well, perhaps you can make a small exception for some travellers who just didn't know your the this is I assume this is a problem that the entire village I'm sure this is something that the village feels no just you this is my establishment and these are my rules oh, okay oh, that's well, well rules are rules but um why if you don't mind my asking well I I don't like dwarves and these fools with their foolish beards remind me too much of that terrible kin. I'll go back out and read the sign. What does it say again? <laughs> <laughs> the sign says, Dwarves and other beard gobs don't bother. Well, I read it to me in that um, dwarves and other beard gobs don't bother dot, dot, dot going anywhere else. <laughs> Well, or don't bother, come right in, or don't come in with bothers because this is a place of uh, merriment. Relaxation. Relaxation. Yeah. <laughs> you, you come inside at this point? <laughs> yes. Oh. All right. So you. I, I can clearly see this guy's a dwarf. Well, you can't because you're outside he's, with the door he was, closed. 
Oh, no, I, I stood with the door open. I said that. So, yeah, I'm just going to hold the door open. <laughs> yep. All right. So at that, you when you pipe up with your comment, um, the, the dwarf, like, gets up on his tiptoes and looks up over the bar and he sees you and he says, and who the fuck is that?